This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on demand. Who is Canada's greatest hope to win a Stanley Cup this spring? And I agonized on this one because Toronto's in a playoff spot, Flames and Oilers are in a playoff spot, but the Habs, Sens, Jets, and Canucks are not. But you as a Leafs fan, are you voting for Toronto? I will. Yeah, I'll vote for Toronto. I'll balance it out. I think there's just... You know, they've got a little more high-end talent. Fun for you and me and this show. Yeah. That I would, I say Flames, he says Leafs, let's see where the chips fall. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It sure is. Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show on this beautiful Thursday, March the 3rd. It's a date that I've been hearing about for like the last month, and in a moment I'm going to tell you why. We are broadcasting live from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. I often say, why stop at Calgary? Why not say Alberta's, maybe the world's, as we bring in the moose, Darren DuPont. Hey, moose. They are rolling in from out of province into the Great Eagle. So. Oh, phone's ringing off the hook here with axe, big shots. Yeah, big shots. It's going to be, it's just going to be fantastic, as John Lynch would say. Uh, tell your friends, we're on the air, Game Plus Television across all of Canada and 31 states in the U.S., and live streaming on YouTube. It's going to be an interesting day. Bear with me. Um, I had a rough night. I was up all night, and all I'm going to say is just noise. It's all I'm going to say, okay? All right. So I don't want to blame anybody. I don't want to point fingers. It reminds me a little bit of 2 a.m., in Times Square when I was down there in New York getting my intervention training. 2 a.m., I cracked the window on the 54th floor of my hotel, the Cottonwood Suites, and yelled, Would you calm it down? You know what I mean? Yeah. There in New York, it was horns and screams and screeching tires, and you haven't been, right? It doesn't like, ah! But then this morning was some chats of my good friends, the good people in my world. Hey, I'm feeling good. Good. How you doing? Yeah, we're four fours apart, so I slept like a baby. Did you? No, I was, I was actually up quite a bit. Had nothing to do with noise. It just, mm-hmm. that's what my mind does sometimes. Sometimes it turns on and, yeah. and, and just goes, right? And you can't shut it off. We're going to get to the guests and everything, but it's a very big day. When I say it's March 3rd, it's because we've been in Calgary for about a month here at Grey Eagle, and all I've been hearing about is Montreal Canadiens, Montreal Canadiens, March 3rd, Habs at Flames, and it's finally tonight. So it's like my sixth point of the quick six is tonight's NHL games, but they're big, and everybody's excited about it. I should say that now that I've had some of Theo's special coffee, I just I feel fantastic. Good. So I'm good. Yeah. And not a real grumpy bear today. Now, the other thing is, TSN NHL insider Darren Dreger is going to be with us later on in hour one. In hour two, Kaylee Humphreys. And I think people just need to, A, if that, if that triggers you, maybe back away from the screen, back away from the set. Because I had a very good friend from the Maritimes, if you will. Text me about Kaylee Humphreys, some not nice things. And I said, you, you just need... She was a three-time Canadian Olympian in the bobsled, 
Now she's representing America in the monobob. She did a Beijing with America. She's going to come on and tell a bit of her story and what life's like, and people don't like that she's changed country. They never, they never like that. No, they don't. Right? But um, park your hate and ego at the door, because that's not what we do here. And also, and this is really cool. This is really cool. You're, not, you're going to get a chance, Moose, to virtually meet Luke Elvey. Okay. But he runs Can Golf. It's a golf simulator out in Canmore. But this guy, he's an Aussie, Australian. He hosted, as he told me, Australia's Sports Center for 20 years. He's the voice of PGA 2020 on EA Sports. Wow. He's a golf guru. Yeah, that's so cool. we're going to talk about the Saudi tour. We're going to talk about Phil. And actually, one of the things coming up in our quick six here is golf. So you're going to really like Luke LV. He's got pizzazz. And if I say it, you trust it, right? Yeah. We clicked. The light in me, you recognize the light in him. I'm like, we got to get you on the show. Namaste. Namaste in bed on a day like today. <laughs> hey, I know. With, with, oh, I'm just walking over here, chilly. I'm like, I miss Florida. <laughs> Literally almost a whiteout. I know. Across, and all across the prairie. Soon enough. Soon enough. Tell your friends we're on the air here on Game Plus Television. And also live stream on YouTube. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? Please and thank you. I guess for our Eastern viewers and um, Leaf fans around the world, we start with Wednesday NHL one-timers. Buffalo's six-game losing streak is over after Craig Anderson made 29 saves in the Sabres' 5-1 win over the Maple Leafs. Jeff Skinner had a goal and a helper to help the Sabres salvage the finale of their five-game road trip. Also scoring for Buffalo were Jacob Bryson, Kyle Luck-Pozo, Victor Olofsson, and Tage Thompson. Well, it's the ups and downs of Leaf Nation. Mm-hmm. So that snapped a winning streak for them, did it not? And where are we on the Leafs toe-picking it against the Buffalo Sabres last night? Well, you hope it was just a toe-pick. Right? If it's a toe-pick, then you get back up and those things happen. Came out of nowhere. Sheldon Keefe wasn't happy with the group. He really got after him after the game. They were terrible from start to finish. Yeah, But you know what? That's, that's how it goes. Buffalo is a National Hockey League team. It's not like you lost to a junior hockey club. So, um, Almost, though. Almost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> almost. Uh, yeah, and by the way, for our American viewers, a lot of my sayings, you all get them, the Canadians, but the Americans, they would go, what's a toe pick? Right. It's when the toe of your skate gets caught on the ice and you go whack. It's like a, what you would call a face plant, but you do it when you're wearing skates. Yeah. That's what the Leafs did last night. You're welcome. No charge. The New York Rangers wasted a two-goal lead on Wednesday before their top sniper came to the rescue. Chris Kreider scored a tie-breaking power play goal while the Rangers netted three goals in the third period of a 5-3 win over the St. Louis Blues. Now uh, Dallas knocked off the Kings 4-3 as Ryan Suter and Alexander Radulov scored in the final minute of the Stars' four-goal second period. And Seattle had dropped seven straight before Colin Blackwell scored the go-ahead shorthanded goal in the third period to send the Kraken past the Preds 4-3. If you are a fan of the movie Slapshot, which I think it was two days ago was the anniversary, the 45-year anniversary of the movie Slapshot being released, um, there's a story on The Wire, which I discovered this morning. The organist from the movie Slapshot that wore the helmet that got hit in the head, he's an old SK-600, I think. He's going to play the organ at a Seattle cracking game. No way. Yeah. That's cool. Right. So I haven't delved into the story. I saw the headline, but... But I like that, um, that they're 
that they're doing that. Don't ever play Lady of Spain again. Although it's... I was with Curtis Hunt, as you know, uh, last Wednesday. You think he'd be mad at that? He might be mad. I don't know if this is disrespectful. You and I were trying to point him out of the second deck at the Hitman game. We're like, is that Huntsy up there? Yeah. And then he turned his head. I'm like, oh, I know that nose anywhere. The general manager of the Prince Albert Raiders. I, I often say the older brother that I didn't need because I have two. I love him like family is the point. So I went up there and I sat with him for a while and he was asking me what's going on with the show and he was just so excited about my life and stuff. And then he asked what was next after Calgary and he turned and he said, I get the money. No, he goes, I go to Florida and I get the money. <laughs> it's just so part of our vernacular, right. you know? So uh, that's something that's going on with Seattle and the organ player. I told you I didn't sleep much last night. To point two. Coach Pete Carroll, the NFL News, says the Seattle Seahawks aren't open for business when teams may inquire about the availability of quarterback Russell Wilson this offseason. Carroll says the Seahawks are not interested in making a move with Wilson, explaining that general manager John Schneider has started telling teams that call that Seattle is not shopping the quarterback. The Moose came up with this poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center with dealerships across the prairies. It is which of these quarterbacks gets dealt first. You came up with them. Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Tom Brady, or Aaron Rodgers. And we did not put Jimmy Garoppolo on the list because you're saying it's a slam dunk that he's going to be traded. So it's of these four. Again, Tom Brady, who has announced his retirement. Deshaun Watson, who's had a retirement imposed on him, but he would still like to play. Um, Aaron Rodgers, and then now Russell Wilson, which is general manager and coach, say that he's not going anywhere. I said to Moose, where are you getting this? I'm watching Sports Center. I don't see this anywhere on Sports Center. You said it's on your phone. Yeah, I'm getting the notifications. I'm following along, you know, and all the talk. Um, we didn't know what was going to happen in Miami, but they're, they're pretty confident with Tua and looking for a veteran backup. And they closed the door on Deshaun Watson, which they seemed like the, the logical or the most likely destination for the Houston Texans quarterback. So now you wonder where he's going to go. We're waiting. Aaron Rodgers. I would expect Aaron Rodgers to make his decision this week or next. It sounds like people are saying it's going to happen soon. Um, and then Bruce Arians comes out with Tom Brady and says, look, if, that, if you want to trade, we're not trading him. If he comes out of retirement, we're not trading Tom Brady. He might, his hand might be forced if they go out and get an expensive veteran quarterback to lead their group. But that's yeah, an interesting question. Well, here we are. It's the NFL offseason, and this is, this is the buzz. Where are the quarterbacks going to go? I think in the CFL, all the, the, the musical chairs game has stopped. Yeah. Right? I don't think there's anybody that doesn't have a chair right now. Well, Matt Nichols does. But we'll get into that more deeply tomorrow. From our viewers, um, a few of them, John Ohm in Winnipeg and Trent in Norway, they say we need to get the organist on the air. Can we do that, Clark? I didn't read the story, but let's look it up. Let's get the organist from the movie Slapshot on the air. Um, Wayne in Victoria says Slapshot is a classic. My cousin Christine in Medicine Hat says they mentioned Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, on the movie in Slapshot. Again, for the American viewers, which I think it makes up a full 20% of our viewership is American, right? Yeah. Any Canadian's favorite movie is Slapshot. Favorite sports movie is Slapshot. And then it's a pretty steep fall off after that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't even think of my next favorite sports movie. It's a, it's a little gap. 
Jack Fulton uh, is writing in with a couple things. He wrote me earlier today to point out that it's Bo Levi Mitchell's birthday today. Happy birthday, Bo. There'll be a parade down 17th Avenue today. This is where we've gone in the relationship. Yeah. You're close enough now or enough of a fan that the, the, the bridge has been gathered. You know, the gap has been bridged that you'll wish him happy birthday. But you're not close enough to get him on the air. That, well, that you've got it bookmarked in your phone. Yeah, you don't have his birthday eh, in your phone. Came yet. up in my Facebook feed. No, oh, did it? We're Facebook friends. I didn't know. that. I'm not sure that he even knows. Okay. How about that? That's news. How about Anyways, that? we're trying. Elsewhere in the National Football League, the Arizona Cardinals have signed coach Cliff Kingsbury and general manager Steve Keim to extensions that keep them under contract with the team through 2027. Arizona's support for the coach and general manager come during an offseason that's developed into a surprise Cold War between star young quarterback Kyler Murray and the franchise. I wouldn't want to be a GM these days. I wouldn't want to be a coach. I've never wanted to be a coach because you're dealing with the next breed of players. Um, reason number. One million and sixty-seven. Why? I just want to stay right here. Because I'll tell you why. I don't know Kyler Murray from Adam. I love him as a player, and he seems like a great guy. But he's from this new generation. And when I left, near the tail end of my time in the Western League, this is nothing against current Western League players, but I just saw the entitlement. I saw the spoiled nature. I saw the back-talking. And it's not to say that's wrong, but I'm just like, I don't know that I can do this. Because it's in juniors now college it's going to move into the pros eventually because that's where these kids are going mm -hmm. voila here we are i know <laughs> you know what i mean i still so don't, don't want to deal with them yeah um craig by the way in calgary watching he says if kaylee humphrey humphreys triggers you something's definitely wrong in your life one of the best athletes of all time someone with laser focus a favorite memory of mine was when I was participating in a major budget meeting while secretly watching her 2010 Olympic runs on my laptop. That's from Craig in Calgary. Okay, so again, Kaylee Humphreys, I guess, has upset some Canadians for switching allegiances, and she now represents the United States at the Olympics, and she has her story, and she's going to tell us a little bit as to why a little later on in the program, and I'm looking forward to it. Here's one for you. We're only on point three. The PGA Tour has informed players that Tiger Woods is the winner of the new $40 million player impact program that rewards those who generate the most positive interest in golf measured by five metrics. Actually, it wasn't. Uh, he won the most of it. Tiger won $8 million. Uh, Phil Mickelson won $6 million. He finished in second place, I think. Tiger captivated golf in December when he returned from a shattered right leg in February to play the PNC Championship with his son, Charlie. So are you following that? It's a rewards program for the player who generates the most positive interest in golf measured by five metrics. Tiger won it, eight million. Phil got six million. Yeah. So as much as the entire golf industry, save for the Saudis, seemed to turn their Phil back on Phil, he not struggling for his next meal. No, that's for sure. He could lose all the sponsors in the world, and Phil's still going to be launching bombs somewhere. So... Mm -hmm. uh, no, it, it's good. And those two are the driving for the faces of golf, right? We, you know, the golf purists and, and Luke Elvey might come on and, and, and talk about DeChambeau or, you know, um, Xander Shoffley or somebody else. But Tiger and his kid, nothing beats that story. And then Phil doing his thing. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I'm more than okay with dabbling in the chat and uh, 
seeing what our viewers are saying as we roll along here, here in the warm-up. And in a minute, we're going to take a break and come back and continue with more of these topics and whatever you want to talk about. Like I said, I didn't sleep well last night. I'm a little out of it. I'm in a good mood, yeah. but I'd like to just rely on the viewers for what they would like to talk about. And Jeff Cabellos in Winnipeg says, Young Blood, one of the greatest. Oh, yes. Rob Lowe, Rob Lowe. was first introduced to all of us. And was it Nick Racky, the goon defenseman that they had to fight? Wayne in Victoria says, has Tom Brady said for sure he's coming back to play in the fall? He hasn't said that at all. Not at all. That he's coming back. No, but for whatever reason, everybody seems to think he will come back. And for, to be honest, I hope he stays retired. I love him more than anything. But I don't know. I just This is one thing that, the, that I don't think the viewers understand. When Tom gets a taste of that post-football life where he can eat hamburgers, what is it about hamburgers? We had Justin Cripps, the pilot of the Canadian four-man bobsled team, in that chair last week, and I said, Justin, what was the first meal you got as soon as the Olympics were over when you were done your training? He goes, hamburger. Jarrell Freeman, former Rough Rider, uh, CFL defensive MVP, longtime Indianapolis Colt. I said, free. When you were retired, what was the first thing you did? Went, went to five guys. What is it? This is like the kryptonite of pro athletes? Hamburgers? <laughs> I guess. You know, it's one thing they can have, full of calories and whatever well, else. It's not be good for you. Right. And that's what they want. And then a close second is pizza. He said then he went to pizza. He went to Famoso Pizza. Right. Did you hear him say that? Yeah. And you're like, I used to own one. He's like, no way. Yeah, and unbelievable. Just, but I mean, hamburger is always number one, and I don't know why. So, yeah, I somewhat let the cat out of the bag. It, viewer takeover, we're starting it early today. We've got a lot of guests, Darren Dreger, Kaylee Humphreys, Luke Elvey, but we'll bring in more of what you want to talk about when we return. It is daytime sports and entertainment talk live from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination, and you're watching on Game Plus, live streaming on YouTube, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Here we go. Here we go. We're back live at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. Aerial coverage provided by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Right, Moose? Yeah. Tell them RP sent you, and they'll give you 10% off. Bronco Heating, Plumbing, and Cooling. By the way, folks, the CEBL champions take on the Americas live here in Calgary in just a couple weeks' time. The Basketball Champions League Americas, known as the BCLA, is the best continental league in the Americas, North America, Central America, South America. It's created through an innovative partnership between FIBA, uh, national federations, and pro basketball leagues, and it's coming to Calgary. The CEBL champion Edmonton Stingers will be in action as the BCLAs come to Calgary's Win Sport Arena March 14th to the 16th. You can get your tickets now at CEBL.ca. Pro basketball here in Calgary, Win Sport Arena, the home of Hockey Canada. We will see you there. I'm uh, buying a ticket for the Flames and the Habs. I'm buying a ticket, Moose. All right. And uh, it, they can be had for surprisingly cheap. I just want to be in the building, and I just bought it. So I'm going to the Flames and the Habs tonight. Your phone is your ticket. Sign into Ticketmaster. Hey, it's a go. Bob's your uncle. How about that? Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle. How about that? 
So the other thing, uh, I just did that while we were on the air. See how easy Ticketmaster makes things? Mm-hmm. They're talking about best burger places. I feel like I'm having this conversation. There with, can uh, be only one. Best burger places? You know mine, I would think. But Well, it's a, it's a fun topic. Yeah. I love Fuddruckers in Ooh. Saskatoon. In Sask- and the one in Regina is very good, too. I haven't found one here in Cowtown. Uh, what is your favorite? Shake Shack. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's subjective. Of course. Oh, highly, highly subjective. Robin in Prince Albert says, Hey, Rod and Moose, have you seen the comments Tim Peel made of Mark Shifley? I have not. So you better tell me what they said. BW says, Wendy's had the best burgers. Then they changed the spices or supplier of their meat. Now it's Sonic. He says, just never get into America. Um, best burger. I got, gee, there's a lot. I got I to gotta say Fuddruckers. We never stopped at Sonic. Never been to Sonic. No. Jack in the Box. We were there. How'd you feel about that? I had chicken, and I loved it. Never had a burger, though. Just chicken. And it was delicious. The comments coming in, fat burger, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he asked me for a review of Batman. What was it? The Batman? The Batman. The yeah. Batman. We went to it last night. We had front row seats. Maybe <laughs> that's why I couldn't sleep. <laughs> <in> my- <laughs> I said, I, I took a, a Snapchat to my friends, and I'm like, so close. I'm like, my eyes are going to hurt tomorrow. They're like, no, your neck's going to hurt tomorrow from zinging back and forth. And, and we were in the front row of the IMAX. Of the IMAX. How many stories long is that? That's huge. It was a fan first premiere two days before it opened, before it opens. And, uh, yeah. Robin uh, in, uh, in Prince Albert has sent me the, the link to the Tim Peel story, and I, I'm not going to click on it just yet. Carrie is watching in Red Deer, Alberta, and she says, just curious, what's your ratio of chicks to dudes that watch the show? Or is it just me and your cousin, Christine? Our female viewership is 37% female. At least the last that we looked yeah. in our analytics. So 63% male, 37% female. That's pretty darn good, I would say, Kerry. Yeah, yeah. You, you would say, I like, your, I like those odds, but uh, um, I don't. Let's hear, from the, uh, let's hear from the women that are watching right now, please. Mm-hmm. Pick up the phone and text RP. 902-518-3033. Pick up the phone and text RP. Rod Peterson. 902-518-3033. Devin in Burns Lake, BC says, good morning. Rod, from Burns Lake, British Columbia. Karen Rogers is going nowhere. I, I, this is like the CFL in the Maritimes and the CFL XFL. Fool me once. No, I'm done with Aaron Rodgers. I'm done with Aaron Rodgers. Um, oh, interesting. What Tim Peel said. Who's been on this show? Maybe we should get him again, Clark. Man, we got a boatload of people to get on this show. I know. He, Tim Peel, the former NHL referee, says zero respect for Mark Shifley. What he did to Jake Evans last year was brutal. He has never had any respect for the officials either. Way to go, Chris Weidman. Much respect for you. Well, I saw Shifley after the game, the Jets-Habs game the other night. He goes, I had to answer the bell, and I answered the bell. Like, I... Tim Peel is interesting. Is he trying to get a TV job by ripping these guys? Like, I, Tim's a good guy. I don't think there's any, we, we got that sense when he was on with us. Yeah. But what do you have to gain by going on and saying that you have zero respect for Mark Shifley? 
And my God, we beat the Jake Evans story to death last year when it happened. Everybody had their own opinion on it. Right. And I get that Tim Peel has officiated, I think it's over 1,000 NHL games, but I'm a certified Hockey Canada official myself. That, that, that should count for something, shouldn't it? Yeah. Me too, but it was like novice hockey 20 certification, years ago. Certification still stands, doesn't it? I don't know. But yeah. Listen, ah! Yes. Here's another one. Okay. Rick Dirksen and Ron Robison. I'd like to get one of the two down here, Clark. Make a note, Clark. We got a long list of guys to get because the WHL head office is right here. And Rick Dirksen did tell me that? one time, and I've said it on this show, you take 10 guys or gals and show them one clip of the same play, you'll have 10 different opinions. And I believe that to be true. In the case of Mark Shifley, the guy is so bloody fast, I believe he did not intend to do what he did to Jake Evans last year. So then he fights Chris Weidman, needs to stand up to him, and he does. Now, there's a lot of people that don't like Mark Shifley. <laughs> I don't know the guy. I think he's a hell of a hockey player. But he hit Jake Evans, hospitalized him, answered, had to answer the bell, did. What's the problem? It's kind of over now, right? It should be over. Yeah, and you hope to move on. I mean, if he ran away and didn't, didn't answer it or whatever and you know, kept right. arguing, I mean. It was kind of a Kachuk thing to do for a while until Matthew Kachuk answered the bell, which he answered the bell too. Yeah. You know, I get it. You're going to play on the edge. You're going to make that play. You're frustrated. You're going to hit Jake Evans, and it's not a good play. And I don't, for the most part, we didn't like it. And he answered it. I think it's time to move on. But. You know, maybe he has that reputation around the league, inside the league, and you're getting that from Tim Peel that, you know, maybe he doesn't respect officials. And Yeah, Jeff, uh, Jeff Cabillas in Winnipeg says, let's move on from the Jake Evans, Mark Shifley story already. Man, oh, man. I get it. I, I agree. So let's move on. By the way, BW watching on YouTube wants to know how Colin Farrell was as the Penguin. I didn't know it was Colin Farrell. So Moose and I were side by side last night in the movie theater, and he's talking during the movie. He's one of those guys. I am. And oh, he's like, no. that's, that, that's Colin Farrell. I'm like, who's Colin Farrell? I don't see anybody that looks like Colin Farrell. <laughs> I know. And to be honest with you, I'm not the brightest guy in the world. That's not breaking news. It's a three-hour movie. It was rather complex. My mind was wandering. So, so when you said that's Colin Farrell, I'm like, where? I don't see any. Hot dude. Right. I was looking for him because they had, they didn't, it wasn't a typical movie because it was an IMAX. It was a premiere, you know, it wasn't a, t a traditional movie. So there wasn't previews, right? There wasn't the trivia and all that stuff. They had the Batman up. They had some Batman trivia and it was counting down 10 minutes, right? Yeah. And it just counted down to the movie in the corner. And then, so the cast came on and, and Colin Farrell was there. I'm like, I didn't realize Colin Farrell was in this movie with, with Patterson, with Robert Pat Pattinson and stuff. And then I'm looking for him throughout the movie, and I'm like, where is Colin Farrell? And I realize he's the Penguin. Also picked out Howard Cosell as... Uh, it's not Howard Cosell. It's the guy that played Howard Cosell. It's the Cosell. guy who played Howard Cosell, yeah. yes. The Batman, as I tweeted my movie review last night after the show, of all the Batman movies, this is one of them. But my favorite is uh, Michael Keaton from circa 1990, which I watched at the movie theater in the Cornwall Center, which you didn't even know was there. Right. It was a, it's a dollarama now. Back on track. 
Which NFL quarterback gets traded first? That's the poll question today for Capital Auto Mall. Which NFL quarterback gets traded first? Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, or Tom Edward Brady? Running away with it is Deshaun Watson. And it's interesting that you are so delving so deeply into NFL topics right now. My mind is so firmly in, f- ensconced in hockey mm-hmm. that I'm not following any of that. And why was Deshaun Watson not traded last year? They couldn't find anybody that wanted him. There was no market for him. Yeah. He didn't play all year, right? Right. And, you know, you don't want the PR, you know, issues that are going to come along with bringing Deshaun Watson. So why would Watson. you now? You know, you hope that it's going to die down, and he's a heck of a talent, right? So I think there's, there, there will be a market for him at some point. I'd probably lean that way. If you don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to move, and Tom's retired, and they said Russ isn't going to go, so you probably look at, at Deshaun being the, the most eligible bachelor on the list. Well, it would certainly uh, it would look that way. A couple more points before we bring in Darren Dreger, Dregs. And I was going to wear my Wheat Kings jacket today, and I forgot. I'm not sure why. Um, dub last night. Pats won a barn burner in Brandon, 7-6. How about those Winnipeg Ice? Uh-oh. Our guy Zach Benson scored for the ice, but they lost. 4-3 to Lethbridge in Wayne Fleming Arena. Red Deer bombed Swift Current 5-1. Edmonton over Medicine Hat 5-2. And Kamloops beat Spokane 7-2. How about that? One of my, my fourth point was Russia has been removed by EA Sports from its... FIFA, from the soccer, from hockey, and I think that's all good. I don't know. It, it, it becomes now the thing to do. It, was, it reminded me when COVID first hit, and every team had to draft a statement. Every organization had to draft a statement, which they did, but it just became a crest of what you got to do. And now it's this with Russia. Like, and ironically, next hour, Luke Elvey will be joining us from Can Golf. He's the voice of PGA 2020. Not joking. On EA Sports. Are there, are there Russian golfers on the PGA Tour? And I say that totally seriously. Are there? I, I would say yes. I would say yes. Oh, it's yes, 2K? Thank you. But um, I couldn't name one. And I'm, I'm kind of a golf guy, right? Yeah. Off the top of my head, I can't think of one. I'm, it's, I was a serious gamer back in the day, and then... With all due respect to the gamers, I had to grow up. But those Russian teams on EA Sports, NHL, whatever year, is simply the NHL players on their country. That's right. Right? So they just, you're not, are you really removing Russia? Moving the team is an option, so you can't play under the flag or the logo, I guess. So, yeah, I guess you are, but um, not really. You know, I don't think they're removing the players. From the game. I don't think Alexander Ovechkin's not going to I mean. show up. That's what I mean. Just the team. Just the team. So like I say, it's become the thing to do, but what is it really accomplishing other than, oh, we're joining everybody else? So that's how they do it is uh, how they choose to do it. Yeah. Terrence Stevens watching on YouTube says, Pat's got some huge games coming up for that last wild card spot. Yeah, I saw the Pats are four points out of a playoff spot. How about that? That came out of nowhere. I'll let you adjourn, Moose, and I guess you'll see at some point in hour two. Sure. Um, I know we're a little all over the place. That's what we do. Morning coffee. We need to bring it all in. And we will after the break here with Darren Dreger. Somebody wrote in here and said uh, about Kaylee Humphreys and how switching from Canada. You had the Brad Hull thing. We'll do that a little later. Yeah. Switching from Canada to USA is a bad thing. How be she does what's best for her 
and everybody else bugger off. That would be my advice on the matter. But that's just me. And they're asking about players getting second chances here with the Deshaun Watson thing being traded. Northside YEG is watching in Edmonton and says, I don't know how some of these athletes get second chance after second chance. It's a tough one because look at Art Bryles, step forced to step down at Grambling State as the offensive coordinator last week for incidents that occurred in back in 2016. And I don't really have an opinion on that anymore because I'd hate to think that you screw up and you are done for the rest of your life. But that tends to be uh, the case in society. So, and this Deshaun Watson thing hasn't even gone to court yet. That's the interesting thing, by the way. But we're going to talk some NHL with our good friend Darren Dreger next. So keep it rolling in the chat. It's been fun today. Uh, Kaylee Humphrey's on the way, and it's turning into be a very spicy visit. And PGA 2K's Luke Elvey. On all the golf topics, that's coming up. You're watching the RP Show live from Game from uh, Great Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour streaming at rodpeterson.com. to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now you gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed we are broadcasting live from great eagle resort and casino there's a look at it we are in the gateway to the foothills in beautiful calgary alberta on the sutina nation Home of the Calgary Hitmen for about 50% of their games as well with the Seven Chiefs Arena. Listen, I was just saying to the Moose, 10 minutes isn't going to be enough time to get into this with Darren Dreger, so let's jump into it. I appreciate the time, Dregs. It's been a while. TSN NHL insider Darren Dreger is with us. And Dregs, if, if I may, jump right into it and say these are tough days to be a Russian player in the National Hockey League. Would you agree? Yeah, I would agree with that, Rod, uh, for a multitude of reasons. I mean, obviously, you're trying to keep your focus on on what your job is, and that's to be a professional hockey player. Meanwhile, you've got friends, you've got family, you've got everything that's going on back in your homeland uh, in the war against Ukraine, and it's weighing on them considerably. And, and not only that, but the media, especially social media, is continually going after these Russian-based players. I, I don't know if you saw the interview or not. I thought Dan Milstein, who represents a good number of Russian players, did an excellent job on That's Hockey, just talking about some of the struggles, the real threats that some of these players are dealing with throughout their NHL lives. So uh, it's been a challenge. And look, based on some of the information that's now starting to come out of the federal government, so what may or may not happen, um, with closing borders and things like this. For the Russian player, it, it might get more complicated, both here in the NHL or for Russian players who are free agents or perhaps drafted in the future. Absolutely. It's just that people don't understand. Look what Artemi Panarin went through just last year. It had nothing to do with this. What Burry went through in the 90s. They don't understand, but I mean, that's social media for you, Dregs, as you know. So I just was surfing your timeline, and your Twitter timeline was a lot of this stuff, so I wanted to bring it up first. But to the insider trading stuff, I want to zero in on the Winnipeg Jets because we still can't quite figure out what's going on there. They're on the cusp 
I've been saying they should blow it up. For a month, I've been saying they should blow it up. Where are yeah. you on the Winnipeg Jets, and what do, you, what do you think they'll do ahead of the deadline? I'd be really surprised if they blew it up, to use your words, uh, Rod. I, I, I think that there's, there's reason to at least expect that Kevin Chovalayoff and Winnipeg Jets are going to do something. Maybe they take a look at some of their contract players. Andrew Kopp's name is out there to some degree. What are they going to do with Paul Stashney? But beyond that, uh, and maybe some depth moves, I think more of the work is is going to get done in the offseason. Hey, the Winnipeg Jets believe that they're still very much in the mix, and to a degree they are. They believe that they're a much better team when they get Nikolai Ehlers and Cole Perfetti back healthy back into the lineup. So they're not quite ready to throw in the towel yet. But if the Winnipeg Jets miss the playoffs and Shovel Layoff doesn't do much of anything by choice, by choice, on March 21st or before, then maybe they don't have much of an option other than to really take a hard look at their roster and maybe be open-minded about some bigger magnitude type of trades. But I don't see that happening between now and the deadline, but it is plausible, I would think, in the offseason. Sure, but for them, I think it's a critical time because just how good are they? You don't want to be too late in making those moves. And, you know, one guy that seems to really have drawn people's ire lately is Mark Shifley. And the comments by Tim Peel were directed at me today. What he said, he has zero respect for Mark Shifley. What is it with this kid? Do you have any kind of personal relationship with him? Why is he such a lightning rod, Mark Shifley in Winnipeg yeah. and the entire NHL? He seems to be, and, and I don't quite get it. I do know Mark Shifley, um, and the Mark Shifley that I know is a very driven individual. I, I think that we can see that. I mean, he's frustrated, no doubt about that. He wants to win. He wants to do everything he can to help the Winnipeg Jets win. Um, but he does seem to be galvanizing in that when there is negative attention, it's directed at him, it's directed at Blake Wheeler. In essence, it's directed to the leadership core of the Winnipeg Jets. And look, that comes with the territory, right? When you play in the National Hockey League, when you earn the contracts that those players have, the good always comes with the bad. Unfortunately for those guys in Winnipeg, uh, it seems, at least in the last couple of seasons, they have, they've had to deal with more negative than positive. Uh, I thought that Tim Peel's comment was ridiculous, to be fair. Um, I mean, he's entitled to his opinion, and now that he's not employed by the National Hockey League and he's not working as an NHL official uh, on the grandest stage in hockey, I guess it's it's open season. You know, social media, people in general take their pot shots. I don't ever recall Mark Shifley or a star player in the National Hockey League uh, attacking Tim Beal in the fashion that he's attacked Mark Shifley and saying that he had no respect for NHL officials. If you spent five minutes around Mark Shifley, the guy doesn't even swear. How much disrespect can you show an NHL official without dropping F-bombs? So, I don't know. I think Tim Peel got up on the wrong side of the bed today. Uh, if, for what it's worth, I'm with you, I said the exact same thing 30 minutes ago. Where does Tim Peel get off saying this? By the way, um, we are running out of time. This is going by fast. The Jets fans are saying that they won't blow it up. And I'm like, okay, but they can't win for losing aside from beating Montreal, which really everybody beats Montreal. But Dregs, tonight here in Calgary, Flames-Habs. They've been talking about this game here for a month. It's just something about the Montreal Canadiens, similar when the Leafs come to down too. But should be a fun game tonight in the Saddle Dome. 
Yeah, no question about that, Rod. Look, you know, when the Montreal Canadiens are good, the National Hockey League is better. But I would say that about any Canadian team. You know, you don't have to be a Habs fan to appreciate and enjoy their march to the Stanley Cup final last year. And then, then those who don't have time for the Montreal Canadiens, of course, have really enjoyed the struggles of this organization this year. But for me, hockey is better when the Montreal Canadiens are competitive. And what a storyline with Marty St. Louis going in there. Vinny LeCavalier is involved in their front office as well. And Marty St. Louis just pushed that dark cloud that was hanging over the organization away. You know, he has nothing to prove. You know, he's a Hall of Fame hockey player. Uh, obviously knows his stuff, knows players. He doesn't have to go in there and push buttons. All he had to do is go in there and relieve some pressure, allow the young players to use their instincts to be the players at the NHL level that they have been to this point in their career, and obviously were at lower levels to get them to the point of being a National Hockey League player. So I expect a good game. I mean, the Montreal Canadiens are now playing with at least some emotion, and that's a tough test because if anyone has spent five minutes watching the Calgary Flames, you can see why the Calgary Flames should be considered one of Canada's top contenders going into the playoffs. I was notified that the press box was full. There was no availability. I just bought a ticket before the show. That's how bad I want to be in the building tonight for the Flames and the Habs. And by the way, you got 60 seconds, Dregs. What can you tell us about Kyle Davidson, the new general manager of the Chicago Blackhawks? Yeah, you know what? He's cut his teeth, right? Um, not the most experienced as an NHL general manager, clearly. He's been through tough times. I mean, look at everything that that he's inherited. Uh, and there's some good, but, <clears throat> excuse me, there's mostly bad. I, I liked his media availability yesterday. Didn't pull any punches. Just flat out said, we're going into a rebuild. So that makes my life a little bit more interesting because now we have to pay, pay closer attention to the future of Kane, Taves, and the most obvious in Marc-Andre Fleury. Yes, yeah, it's going to be a fantastic with the trade deadline coming up in a couple of weeks' time. Dregs, yeah. always great. Thanks for the time, my man. Keep up the great work. Thanks for having me, Rod. The pride of Langenberg, Saskatchewan, Darren Dreger. Viewer takeover is next. By the way, on the way in hour two, Kaylee Humphreys, four-time Olympian. And Luke Elvey from Can Golf and the voice of PGA 2K. You are watching the RP Show on Game Plus Television, YouTube live streaming, and of course, wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It's the season. Hey, the phone is ringing off the hook for tickets and shows here at the event center at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. March 18th, air supply. March 20th, foreigner coming to the event center. And, of course, we never did talk about giving away those tickets, uh, Moose. It's funny you should say that. Or you did, but I wasn't. No, I got text messages in the break. Details are coming soon. Like how soon? Hopefully by the end of the show. I apologize to the guys flying the Millennium Falcon. I brought Moose in here for a reason, and in a second you're going to see why. Viewers saying Darren Dreger is great. That's right. And uh, mm-hmm. eh, hey, whatever. Uh, my opinion on the Winnipeg Jets is the window is closed. As Dregs just said, you know they, they think the Jets do that they're close. And you always think that about your team. I'm not going to stand down and say that I'm wrong. I watch enough of their games. I saw them play live here. They don't have it anymore. At one time they did. 
They don't have it anymore. And that is that whole you can't see the forest for the trees thing. That's a 30,000-foot view of the Winnipeg Jets. That's my take. That's why I get paid to sit here every day and give my opinion. By the way, this is viewer takeover, and we got time in it for you. 902-518-3033. That's the number to text RP. Uh, From Phil in Dauphin, Manitoba. He's watching on Game Plus TV. He says, I heard about Tim Peel's comments, and honestly, it reminded me of Conor McGregor just chirping about something that no one really cares about. It's done. It's over. Move on. He said, for the poll question, I think Russell Wilson will get moved. And he says, lastly, on a scale of one to awesome-tacular, how was the Batman movie? I would give it a three out of ten. Yeah, I said it was good. I like yeah, Robert Pattinson. Of all the Batman movies, it's one of them. Yeah, just wasn't good enough to be three hours long. Bob in Maple Ridge, BC says Tim Peel got fired by the NHL and should shut his mouth. Uh, Dregs said, I wrote it down. I thought Tim Peel's comments were ridiculous. That's what Dregs just said. Yeah. And from Ron Thompson in Calgary watching, he says, Hey, Rod, Flames could set a home record tonight with 11 wins. Are you and Darren going tonight? I'm going. I don't think you are. No. He's the business guy behind all of this, and he has said to me just the other day, he's like, I don't need to go to every Flames game. No. Um, I feel like I do. It's my job. It's my duty to the country. And I also noticed on Saturday, by the way, the hitmen are home. I don't know to who, but I was emailing back and forth with a Flames staffer, and at the bottom of his email, it had Hitman Day, March 5th, with a photo of Bret Hart. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. I'm going. And I realized that I had my CHL media pass with me, so Bob's your uncle. And for any teams that are trying to market their games or any business trying to market themselves, think about that. Have your email advertise games for you on the bottom. He's on your Mount Rushmore. I'm sure you're going to be at the event. But exactly, right? So anyways, Kaylee Humphreys is coming up next hour. One minute, one minute remaining in hour one. She switched from Team Canada to Team USA, and she's just getting obliterated for that. I applaud her for it, frankly. You looked up the Brett Hall story when he went to Team USA in 45 (laughs) seconds. Tell us what people need to know about that. Late 80s, early 90s, he was uh, an opportunity to go play in the Canada Cup, and Canada didn't even offer him a spot, didn't even offer him a chance. Dave King was the coach, and the U.S. said, Brett, come on in. We want you to play for our country. And he said, absolutely. Yeah, the opportunity to play for both. He chose U.S., and it turned into a wonderful opportunity for him to play throughout his career. Nice work, Moose. That's amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, uh, So, Kaylee Humphreys next hour. The Edmonton Oil Kings are in town Saturday, 2 p.m. to take on the Calgary Hitmen on Bret Hart Day in the Saddle Dome. So, I'm going to be there for that. Kaylee Humphreys next hour and Luke Elvey from Can Golf. Stick around here on Game Plus TV. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit RodPeterson.com. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. 
Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.